prayer is perhaps one of the most powerful birthrights of a Christian life, right? Yes. When I say birthright, you are adopted into the family of God yes. when you put your faith in Jesus mm-hmm. and uh, you now have this new relationship mm-hmm. a new power in the Holy Spirit and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. The regeneration has happened. Now sanctification is underway, mm-hmm. right? And so prayer is this amazing, powerful gift that I think we often overlook in marriage, right? Yeah, we definitely gloss over it and just kind of take it for granted. I think the, the, the payment that was made, mm. yeah, the payment that was made in Christ, you know, for us mm-hmm. to be able to commune and talk and conversate with God. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so today we want to talk about that in the context of marriage. How, how, how is prayer, uh, helpful for the married couple? Right. And and obviously this could, this, we could spend our, the rest of our podcasting life talking about prayer. (laughs) But I think today we're just going to outline five specific ways you can pray for your spouse. And that will definitely lead to deeper, uh, more consistent prayer in your personal life and together. So more on that coming up after this. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. excited that we're talking about prayer and talking about it intentionally because I think a lot of times we think, oh yeah, we're praying for our spouse, but mm. what specifically are we praying for and why are we praying for them? There's, I think there's a lot of um, just questions around how we could pray, you know, maybe yeah. better. I don't know if that's the right term, but knowing our spouse well, with and more knowing, faith yeah, with and more, more faithfulness, right? Yeah, and be, but with more intentionality too, not just God watch over them, you know, heal yeah. them, whatever. It's well, like, it. I feel like my understanding of prayer is so rudimentary and so like it hasn't not yours it, mine too I'm on the same page with you I'm not trying to say I agree your prayer is not yeah no 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 I just feel like I, there's so much more to this and yeah. I feel like I have I, I don't know I just haven't grown in this area and whenever I focus on it mm-hmm. like I read I've, I've started reading a book by Tim Keller a while back called just called prayer mm-hmm. when you're Tim Keller you can name books like that prayer <laughs> preaching Fasting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, those are uh, fasting is not a book of his, but preaching definitely is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, anytime I focus on it, I, I grow so much. You know why? It's because prayer is not just a magic, like you're not learning how to recite like magic spells yes. or magic sets of words. Yes. You are learning how to commune with the living God. Yes. One of the things that Tim Keller said, holy place. One of the things that Tim Keller said in his book, Prayer, is that he said, prayer is not so much about getting more of what you want from God, it's more, it's about getting more of God Himself. Mm. And that is, you guys, that is the transformational power of prayer. And of course, this is very timely for us as well, because we are just wrapping up Mm -hmm. a new set of books that we're writing that we're self-publishing. It's their devotional books centered around prayer. Mm -hmm. It's going to be called 40 Prayers for My Wife and 40 Prayers for My Husband. Mm -hmm. Those are actually due out probably sometime in September Mm -hmm. um, of this year. So in about a month and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you can actually pre-order, not pre-order, but sign up to, if you're interested in that, Mm -hmm. uh, go to 40prayers.com and we'll send you all the info as soon as we have it. But uh, we're going to go into, before we go into this topic of prayer and we spend um, the majority of today's time on that, Mm -hmm. we just want to do a few things before we start. We have a little, some housekeeping stuff. Housekeeping. Housekeeping <laughs> stuff. First off, thank you so much for you listeners who have rated and reviewed. That means a ton. Yeah. If you're listening to this and it's helped you, man, uh, 
rate it. Give Ratings, us a rating. It takes like so far. It takes yeah. like ten seconds to do a rating. Open the app and hit hit the uh, hit the whatever the rating well, is. Maybe even faster if you have a faster phone than ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're rocking the iPhone six, people. Uh, so ain't nobody got time to upgrade. Uh, so and if and if you have time to review and something's really stuck out to you, just mm-hmm. write that down. Spend a few a few seconds, maybe a minute, yeah. uh, writing that and submitting that. That helps. Uh, secondly, if you want to support this podcast, we've we have a way for you to do that mm-hmm. uh, tangibly. So we try to keep this ad free to make it more valuable for you uh, we use patreon for that it's a way f- to for us to connect directly with yes. our listeners you can go to patreon.com slash fierce marriage that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash fierce marriage you can also go to fierce marriage.com slash partner that's easier to remember um but anyway that's th- those two things finally the third housekeeping thing if you hear anything that prompts a question please ask well, actually, we're going to be doing a, a live Q&A. Yes. We're going to take a lot of these questions and hopefully knock them all out yep. <laughs> <laughs> in like an hour. Maybe. Uh, that'll There's a be lot of questions and there are a lot of good questions. A lot of they really take us good questions. Deep, so it's good stuff. So we answer those here on the podcast as we can, but we also will spend time every quarter or so kind of cleaning house yeah. and answering questions. Not that we have all the answers, but at least, you know, hitting some of the high points. Yeah. We're actually going to do that this Thursday. So in two days, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. So you can do the math if you're on the East Coast. That'll be nine nine o'clock your time. But East Coasters stay up all night anyway. I feel like, <laughs> uh, and then it goes down from there. But six p.m. Pacific on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and maybe even YouTube. Uh, we're gonna go live and answer your questions in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna have a, ha- a handful of questions from here, but also from uh, the audience there. But if you're listening to this and you do have a question, just go to fiercemarriage.com/ask. And you can submit that question. I you put that on right the podcast there. page. Well, there's a button that goes to the ask page on the A-S-K podcast page. Yeah. Yep. ASK. ASK. Uh, you can sure. also call in or text in nine seven one three 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 eleven twenty, and we do get those as well. Yeah. Okay. Whew. So, whew, just to kind of unwind and touch base for us, maybe this is more for us than you, but uh, we're going to do a little heart check and what that is mm. if you have not been a part of it. Let's we check usually on that either heart. Do, we usually, usually either do... <laughs> just derailed you. I know. Highs or lows. Mm, just check on some hearts. Or heart checks if we're feeling yeah. just ready to dive in. So, we are going to do the heart... What is a heart check, Selena? Heart, well, I was trying to what? get to it. But what is it? Stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> So the heart check consists... My blood sugar's getting low. We're going to need to get some lunch. Nobody cares. I'm just going to grab an apple and start Stop. eating it. <laughs> Bag of chips. The heart... <laughs> that'll bother you more than me. A carrot. That'll... Would again, it bother you, fair listener, if I ate a carrot? Ryan is very sound sensitive, and so he can't even listen to himself chew food. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all these threats are super empty. I'll be like... We'll They're be riding in the car. distracting. We'll be riding in the car, and I'll be like, what is that? What is that rattling? Shut up. Shut up. What is that? We're on the highway and he hears some rattling. I'm like, I don't know the road. <laughs> and it, it literally, I'm literally it is an overused crazy. word, but it makes me crazy. It really makes me I crazy. feel like I take crazy pills as soon as I start hearing the rattles. He just needs to like lose his hearing a little bit and then maybe he'd be, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do listen okay. to really loud music okay. and it hasn't helped. So. Okay. Well, I'm trying to do this heart check, and you're not helping. I know. I'm not being respectful of no. your... <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you later. I'll pray for you, too. I'll pray for you later. I'll just so pray the for heart, you. the heart check is three questions. It is, what book is in your hand, um, what voice is in your ear, and what is stirring in your heart? The voice in your ear could be music, a podcast, you know, somebody, a person, mm, and what's stirring in your good. heart is kind of what is God... Uh, prompting in your heart or challenging you with or encouraging you with what are you kind of seeing him do in your yeah. in your life right now so go ahead that's good since you're so excited to talk 
<laughs> just <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm still reading the Twelve Ways Your Phone Is Changing You, mm-hmm. uh, but actually the book that I actually started and finished uh, yesterday was the the Book of Ruth. <laughs> in the Bible. Nice. Uh, it's only four chapters, so that's not an impressive thing to say. But man, it is good because yeah. it really parallels the idea of God's redemption and yep. grafting in of a foreigner, foreign people, us, well, aka Gentiles, yeah. into the family of God uh, well, through, through a redeemer. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. through her line too, isn't it? That Jesus, yeah. yeah. When Boaz and Ruth. Yeah. Is it Boaz? Yeah. Ruth and Boaz, yes. Yeah. I just read it. I'm I wish you would have, yeah. I, I wish, wish I would have read attention. it. No. Uh, it's so, so good. And I, I could go on and on, but that's what I'm reading. That's what's, uh, that's the book in my hand. Um, it's just been part of my devotional <laughs> time, uh, voice in your ear. Uh, I have been listening to Tim, uh, Matt Chandler, mm. uh, the recent mm. message or it's called spiritual formation. I think it's about three months old, two months old, something like that wrecked me. He talks about how we as believers tend to think of ourselves as Paul, mm. who's like the superhero, like drastic conversion story. And if we, if we fall away from like, Paul always, you know, he finds joy in suffering. He finds purpose in, in like prosperity. Mm-hmm. He finds all these different things. And we tend to want to think of ourselves that way, but really we're more like Peter who like Jesus himself called the devil <laughs> and like who denied. like denied yeah. Christ. But then later, you know, his, he, he was sanctified over time right? and how it's just encouraging to hear like your sanctification happens in bit bits, bits and pieces, bits and pieces. So good. Really good. Um, that, that again, it's Matt Chandler's on the village church podcast. Uh, uh, one of my favorites to listen to. He's just such a good communicator. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> what's stirring in my heart? Um, really kind of the, we talked about Patreon earlier mm-hmm. and the whole reason for that goes very deep in terms of our desire to create something sustainable so that we can scale mm-hmm. in a way that it goes deeper with people, not just scale in a way that we can have more books out there or more social media followers, right. but in a way that maybe has events happening mm-hmm. locally mm-hmm. Uh, in churches and through through you, our listeners, hosting conversations with other married couples and finding a way and host and giving you ideas and ways to do that yeah. and giving you an excuse, frankly, to do that. That's been on my heart to, to strategize some of that. And we spent about an hour today, you and me, just talking about like that. two plus hours, I think. Was it? Yeah. It just goes so fast, you know, you know sweetheart. just having fun. <laughs> just when I'm talking to my favorite person. <laughs> Just, I'm just, 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 they did shut not up. start shut out up. that. I'm talking not, to my favorite did not person. Start out that, that dreamy. We'll just be honest. It started out with an argument. Just listen to me. <laughs> Don't write things down. Don't write it. it down. Yeah, that, that was, was Ryan. I'm a little so, stuffy too, by the way. That's I'm sorry. A nose check, not a heart check. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, I always have about three or four books in my hand at one time, but uh, the one I'm kind of letting my mind just kind of unwind with is uh george mcdonald the prince and the pauper nope poet and the pauper i'm sorry um it's two books in one and i am just enjoying it it is just the two so books good in, is, it's two story uh, like two volumes two volumes yeah and gotcha. one, one book it's not like the prince that's book one and then the pauper no or the poet the poet and the pauper i know okay it's, i'm thinking of mickey mouse <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, really good. I wasn't thinking of that. That's just the name of it. So anyways, um, it's very endearing. George McDonald's pretty timeless if you're familiar with any of his works. Um, but I have to admit, this is kind of my first one that I'm really like committing to because they're very, very long and they've been like translated um, from a like heavy Scottish dialect and this old language and stuff. So and they're like 500 plus pages. Usually this one is not. Anyways, the voice that is in my ear, um, I started listening to uh, This American Life on, on podcasts. Oh, yeah. 
It's kind of a cool place. Heathen. I know. Is that okay to share? I kind of shared it and just went out with it. I was like, well. I'm totally kidding. I think it's it's fine. It's good, like journalistic stories, talking about different things, and it's just kind of entertaining. I had a couple of long road trips, and it was really good to just keep my mind going on that. Um, And what's stirring in your heart is actually why this podcast came about as well. We're working on the 40 prayers for your husband, 40 prayers for your wife. I spent a couple hours writing yesterday and um, it was just, it's been a really powerful and joyful journey for me to be able to write those, to be honest, Um, to just have the space to um, create, but also engage Mm. in prayer for you and talking to my savior and my king. And it's just been really like transformative and it's, I'm like, there is no better job right now than what I'm doing. I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do and love our kids and be there. And so just, just talking about prayer, it's really been stirring my heart, which yeah. jumps us into our discussion. Before we jump into this discussion, oh. I want to make a sidebar to okay. add to that. As I've been writing my side of it for you mm-hmm. and, you know, you, have, you you write for each other. Like I'm actually praying for my wife, but trying to make it general enough that other husbands can pray for right. their wives as well. But seeing and praying scripture over you has mm-hmm. been really powerful. And mm-hmm. so you'll see this one if you get the book in the next couple of months, when you get the, book. when you get, the, <laughs> uh, is that we, we footnote a lot of scripture yeah. because like when you pray health over your spouse or you pray, pray yeah. purpose or, you know, that the gospel would renew their mind that to know where that's coming from. Right. Cause if that's what prayer is and we're jumping into the topic now, by the way, but prayer is really a response to God's word, mm-hmm. right? Prayer is a response as saved people, as re- regenerated people, to God's g- good, like true word that He's mm-hmm. given us in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? And so when we pray God's word and back at Him or over each other, and it, it's powerful, it's going to bear extreme right. like consequence in right. good ways in our right. lives. So well, and I love that you said you know prayer is getting more of God, not us. I think we tend to kind of grow up you know, we're, we're selfish, broken, sinful human beings. Mm. And so we always are thinking about ourself. And when we pray sometimes like I, right now I'm trying to teach the, we're trying to teach the girls like how to pray. You've taught Della the Lord's prayer. She knows how to say it. She can recite it, but praying, you know, not for what you want, but also there is somewhat of a desire of what you want because you maybe want to pray for mm. a friend, right? Yeah. But you don't, it, it's that the motivation kind of behind it, I guess. And so I guess that's why it's important when it comes to your marriage. Like, why are we praying um, the prayers that we're praying? I got to be honest. My struggle with prayer is feeling like my words don't avail yeah. like much or don't change yeah. God's heart because I'm a, I'm a big proponent and a big believer in the sovereignty of God yes. and providential, like of God being a God of providence, right? right? And knowing and orchestrating things beyond my understanding. So like when I pray, like if you're sick right? and I come to God and I say, God, well, my tendency is to be like, well, he's in control. Like he'll do what he's going to do. Right. But that's not, C.S. Lewis says like, there's nothing endearing about a young kid. I'm not quoting him. I'm summarizing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing endearing about a young boy who in fear for, by him assuming he's not going to get any cake to never ask for cake. Right. In other words, there's nothing like happy or joyful or good about that boy just not asking because he assumes he's not going to get some. Mm-hmm. Like we, he should still ask. Like mm. we should still ask God. And that Tim Keller gets into this in his book, and we're not going to unpack it. But like we can influence God's actions through our prayers. Now there's a whole lot of complexity mm-hmm. there, 
um, but a it's a gift. Theology, yeah. A lot of theology, in terms of what that actually means. Right. You know, if you want, if you look at scripture, uh, there's First John uh, five fourteen. Uh, it says that, and this is this is confidence that we have toward Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. So there's that caveat of according right. to His will, right. which then there's all kinds of underlying. Right. Are we regenerate? Is God working in our heart, hearts? Are we being sanctified? Mm-hmm. Is our will aligned with His? If that's right. the case, then we can ask anything. Right. Because it's according to His will, right. right? So there's this, there's some complexity there. But that, with that said, that like, we should ask right. God for these things. So, right. if anything, it really is um, training our hearts and identifying, you know, our desires and whether or not they're lining up with what mm-hmm. God is wanting right. for us and from us, I guess. So, yeah. And so I think as we kind of jet, jet into these five ways to pray intentionally for your spouse, we have these underlying assumptions, you know, us listener that we, we do often do this. We have kind of the why behind it mm-hmm. and the underlying assumption, the two that we're off operating off of is that one, that prayer is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a good gift from God, something that mm-hmm. we should really press into and, and embrace for our own lives, for our own faith, but for our marriage as well. And understanding the value of that. And, you know, if you look at the old Testament, you couldn't just talk to God. You had to go yeah. to a temple, maybe even travel thousands of miles or hundreds of miles. Yeah. And you had to go through a priest, right? Or a prophet. Yeah. Well, you had to go through the, the, uh, the you the know, whole sanct- like a whole process. Of, yeah. And you couldn't even talk to, you couldn't go into like the tabernacle, right? It was, yeah. See my Bible, my Bible days are, I need to get back well, into it. Understanding this tabernacle and all that. <laughs> but we, we've been given access, like yeah. we've been given access in Christ. Right. You know, because of, when we're in Christ, we've been given access to the Father in a way that's not precedented, right? Right. right? But only, not only that, but He is interceding on our behalf, right? Even as we speak right now, yeah. Um, and the, so there's a lot of doctrine there to unpack. Yeah. So the first one is that it's a gift; it's a good gift; it's something that we should not take for granted. We should press into it. The second one is that the point of prayer is to is to not just get more from God, but to get more, more of God, of God. Mm-hmm. not to get more from God, but to get more of God. Mm-hmm. And so. With all that kind of as our, as our underlying um, kind of bedrock, mm-hmm. now how can we pray for each other in light of that? So what are some five tangible ways? What are some five, ta- <laughs> <laughs> what are five tangible ways that I can pray for you or you can pray for me? Right. No, I think this is really good. We've, um, again, we're trying to get into more of the specifics and part of praying for someone is knowing someone, you know, and mm. part of knowing them is loving them and being concerned about what's going on and so the first one we're going to jump off of is their heart. So praying for your spouse's heart. Hmm. Um, with you, I would, yes, I would be praying for your physical heart. <laughs> I, this is not right. physical, like literal. Our listeners may not know that story. Yes. Well, you should get our book and read about it. <laughs> Fierce Marriage, the book. He has, he has had heart surgery. Yeah, I almost died when almost we were just died. first married. First year I marriage. had a congenital heart defect. Yeah. So, anyways, it was kind of a, a joke, but not really. That was really undramatic. Sorry. But trust me, it was super dramatic. <laughs> so, I do pray for your health and your heart, your actual physical heart. But generally speaking, um, praying for the well being of your heart mm. towards God, um, making sure, you know, God, please, I pray that his heart would remain soft to you mm. and yeah. receptive to, you know, what you're doing. You know, when we do the heart check, what, what is God doing in your heart, in your life and praying that you're hearing those things and you're not being swept away by an idol or swept away by, mm. you know, just concerns and the anxieties and the burdens of this world. Right. Like this actually, uh, that's, that's really good. So, and, and I think this particular one, really it it doesn't necessarily like bend god's heart 
toward ours, but it bends our hearts toward God's heart for yeah, each other, right? So like as you're praying for me, it could be lust, like protection from lust. And like right. you're you're actually like you're fighting against something that God considers evil. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that as evil in my life. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna you're gonna not only intercede there, but you're gonna love me in that way that's mm-hmm. gonna lust or financial idols. Things mm-hmm. like, you know, just wanting to amass more savings right. or to, you know, stress out about money because it's an idol and it's failing me. And right. I mean, you know, right. um, and praying against those different hard things. So your heart's being aligned with the gods and saying like, you should just, you just want your husband or I just want my wife mm-hmm. to delight mostly and only in God, mm-hmm. like firstly mm-hmm. and only in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So praying for each other's heart. And I love that softness of heart. Like you said, yeah, that was really good. So the second, so, oh, you go. Yeah. I'll, that was the second one. So okay. there's the heart and you might have guessed this, but their mind, mm-hmm. right? So the heart is kind of a, uh, um, I feel like it's the epicenter of <laughs> right. It's like the center of your being, your emotions, your, your emotions, your yeah. And but the the mind is where things process and sort of formulate mm-hmm. and yeah. And you know the Bible we talk about love the God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. So like there's a distinction there mm-hmm. between heart, soul, and mind. Mm-hmm. Now soul is more of like a um, conscious like. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> Slightly different. Uh, but for for the sake of this podcast, we're praying for your mind, praying uh-huh. for wisdom and discernment, the decisions right. you have to make, praying for peace in your mind. And that would also be peace in your heart. Yeah. But like to act out of that peace mm-hmm. and to think clearly, to be able to focus, uh, to have a renewed mind, mm-hmm. one that processes and perceives uh, things in a way that God would process and perceive things are through a filter of wisdom or through the filter of the gospel through his lens Mm -hmm. and considering your choices and those sorts of things. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. And I think for, you know, as a wife praying for your mind to just be guarded against, I think insecurities and attacks of, um, you know, maybe where you lack, I imagine men feel emasculated a lot. And so praying that your mind is, is strong in its identity, you know, of who you are in Christ and who he's made you being the head of the household and walking confidently in that. And yeah, so yeah, that that's good. And, and, you know, sense. and being, being decisive yeah. in, in a way that's helpful. Right. 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 Not, and make, yeah, the wise decisions versus like the scaling up decisions for, you know, yeah. out of what motivation, what right. is the, what is the, or, or making, yeah. Or making decisions out of fear. Right. Right. So, okay. So those, the first one is, uh, you pray for their heart, mm-hmm. uh, namely softness of heart, yeah. um, toward the gospel, pray for their mind, for wisdom and discernment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one, uh, pray for their health and the physical health and safety. Right. Right. So if, what, when you're sick, like I, I, I don't pray for you like I should, but I, yeah. you know, we should be praying for each other right? and laying on our hand, like hands right. on each other. Right. And knowing even if we're not healed in that instant, you know, knowing that, there is God is sovereign and there's purpose sometimes in our suffering, right? Mm-hmm. It's not without purpose mm-hmm. and it's okay to suffer. I think that some, I don't know. We grew okay. up in a culture that is like avoid suffering. And you know, if you have health issues, just pray for them and they'll be healed. And yes, God can absolutely heal, but sometimes there's more to be had than just what is right in front of us in terms yes. of sickness and health. And there's a journey for us. You know, a lot of people ask us like, oh, my husband or my wife is dealing with depression and they're anxious and all of these things. And some of that is chemical. Some of that is very like physiological, physiological. Yeah. Yeah. And there are, you know, God gave us doctors and scientists and all of that. Which are graces of God. Yes. And medicine is a good grace of God. mm -hmm. And it's, it is a miracle in itself. Right. But I think it's also okay for us to pray and be okay with 
okay, we're still going to be sick and we're still going to walk on this journey together. And God's absolutely able to bring healing. But what is the purpose? Maybe there's more to this than we're seeing right now. And I'm talking not just about like a cold. I'm talking about like, maybe you're dealing with cancer. Maybe there's some, I, I hear what you're saying for things. I do want to say this, that that should not preclude us from having Mm -hmm. faith and faith filled prayers and hopeful prayers. Yes. Right. And yeah. understanding and trusting God's sovereignty yeah. does not mean we don't pray for a miracle. Right. We don't trust him and hope for a miracle. Now, yeah. the mature believer will pray, ask, plead, cry, beg mm-hmm. for a miracle of God. And if if he or she does not accept it, still glorify him, right. still worship him, still trust him, still press into him. That is the sign of a mature believer. On the flip side, you could... We had recently mm-hmm. in our community, well, a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. their baby mm-hmm. daughter yep. was born extremely sick. Should not live 24 hours. She should, should not, not have survived. Have, yeah. And I, I, I cried probably f- close to 10 times right. watching and like he does, he's various only cried updates. like three times in our whole marriage. No, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating I either. Know. I mean, seeing the community of God's body yeah. or Christ, the, the, body, the body of, of Christ. Christ, there it is. The church coming yes. around them, people from around the world. We yeah. shared it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, they raised all this money to right. help support this family. That I mean, I can't get into it, but point is, we she's, prayed and God responded yeah. with a miracle. She's alive still. She's got a long road ahead of her, but she is ten days old, I think. Yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be yeah. two weeks. She's alive yeah. and she is off like life support. Um, Every praying. day there's a new thing. Yes. The, the faith of her parents. It's built our faith. It's built our faith. So all I said, like, pray for health and safety. Always trust the sovereignty of yes. God, but pray hopefully for yes, a miracle, that's good. That's and then good point, uh, give Him glory in that. Um, it's good. Yeah. So, and and I do want to say one more thing. As as a Christians, we tend to, um, we tend to separate our lives from between the the natural and the supernatural, right? So mm-hmm. if a miracle is going to happen, it's supernatural. Mm-hmm. If uh, you know a glacier is going to fall off the side of a mountain, that's natural, mm-hmm. right? And so, but you know what? That is not, that's every, everything we experience, hear me, listen to me, listener, everything we experience is a miracle of God's good, sovereign grace, Mm -hmm. right? So there's not a a division between natural and supernatural in the Christian life. Everything is supernatural Mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, our cells are held together by the grace of God. The atoms that comprise our cells are held together by the grace of God. our daughters uttering the name of Jesus mm. is a miracle by the grace of God. Right. Us uttering the name of Jesus. It's all a miracle. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, it's an organization of bits and bytes and ions and electrons and right. things traveling through airwaves to yeah. your little device yeah. into your ears is a miracle I and honestly, a good gift from God. I honestly felt like when Jesus said, you will do greater things than me. I mean, Jesus talked to 5,000 mm. people at one time, but... At any given time, how many people are listening to things like this? Right. You know? And you think God's like, you think he's standing by and saying, oh, oh, shoot, they figured out radio waves. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, right. he knew it's this like was going to happen. It was not, yeah, he was not in the dark about the future and <laughs> yeah. timeline. Totally. He knew that we were going to be talking even today, right. uh, which goes to our first point is like, when we pray, yeah, we, we have to trust God's sovereignty, but also yes. trust his, he's a father. He responds in yeah. a way that is maybe not always understandable, but it's, it's always true. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first one is praying for your spouse's heart, praying for a softness of heart, um, and a receptiveness towards God, praying for their mind, for wisdom and discernment, um, you know, good decision-making and processing and, 
Um, that's the second one. That's yeah. A, yeah. Is that what I said? No, you you twenty to it. That's the second one though. Yeah. Oh, I go in my head. <laughs> the third one is for their their health and safety, and kind of praying that faith filled, hopeful prayer. But always trusting and always God. always trusting yeah. God, no matter what the outcome is. And the fourth one is praying for their concerns. So again, this goes with knowing, you know, what's going on in your spouse's world. Um, yes, you're married, but I, you know, we aren't in each other's lives 24-7. And so we go out, we work, mm. we do the things we, that God's given us to do. Um, and there's difficult times. There's difficult relationships yeah. and seasons you go through with people outside of your marriage. So how can you... When you're dealing with that, you know, just last night in our small group, um, there was some family drama on one side of this marriage. I think it was the husband's side. And, you know, she's she's like, he's handling it really well. But I just, you know, I, I feel for him and I want to partner with him and just come alongside and support him. And this is how this is one way for us. I'm just saying generally is to pray for them. Yeah. Sit there, how can I can I just pray for you? You know, yeah. and we're really trying to teach that kind of stuff to our girls as well. Like. Well, and what it does, it, I feel like it unifies us as a unit, yeah. right? That I, there is, you are my wife. You're, this is my family. Mm-hmm. I am, as your husband, I'm surrounding you figuratively with this hedge in my mind of protection. It's my job to protect mm-hmm. my house, my, these two little daughters of ours, mm-hmm. you as my wife. And so when we're contending together, praying, when I'm praying for you, I'm not like we are holding hands. We're praying side by side. Mm-hmm. And I'm we contending on your praying, behalf, yeah. on on your your mm-hmm. relatives being outside the hedge, right? Right. And that wasn't probably the most articulate way to illustrate that point. But one one clear way, this happened yesterday. I was leaving. I went to a Mariners game. Mm-hmm. We're in Seattle. We're Mariners fans. Mm-hmm. So I took my mom for her birthday up to a Mariners game. Uh, and as I was leaving, I said, hey, Sel, can you just... I woke up kind of in knots, thinking just mentally, not anxiety, but just confused, trying to come up with some just wisely parsed through all the different considerations right now in our life and with fierce marriage mm-hmm. stuff. And, and I just asked, Hey, can you be praying for me today? I just really need, yeah. I don't know what you, I don't know how, I just know that I need God's help. And I know that God listens to you <laughs> when you pray. <laughs> Seriously, when we were yeah. dating, you would be like, Lord, I just pray for sunshine today. And like the clouds oh my apart. Goodness. No, no, you have this. God listens to your voice, girl. I don't, okay. I'll be like, God, just please, please give me some sun. Thunder and lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to chalk it up to. You have faith-filled prayers. Okay. Anyway. God knows my heart, I guess. Of course, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say that every time you prayed for sunshine, it happened. But I will say it happened a lot more often than is rationally uh, believable outside of God's intervention. So <laughs> anyway, so, okay, so that was the fourth one. The fifth one, this will be the last one for today. There's these, these obviously, we, this list could keep going. Yeah. But for, for, for the sake kind of, of conversation. Yes. Uh, the fifth one is to pray for his or her purpose, right? So your purposes overlap, of course, but as a husband praying for my wife, your purpose is not going to be exactly identical, just like our roles in our household are not exactly identical, mm-hmm. right? Our purposes are, are both equal, just like our roles and mm-hmm. our value is equal, mm-hmm. right? In terms of, uh, you know, our importance and our value to the family, mm-hmm. they're just different. And so- I'm better. <laughs> there's no joke. <laughs> there is no question in my mind that you are better. Let that be on the record. Um, I'm definitely the... <laughs> no, you're the joy. You keep us laughing. <laughs> and distracted. And distracted. Uh, but yeah, in terms of purpose, like I'm praying that you would find your voice Yeah. here on this podcast. You would find your voice in the ears of women that are listening and in young women that are listening that, that are wanting to hear 
praying that you would feel confident in that, that you would feel confident yeah. in, and passionate about that, that you would own it. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of the, um, I, I love that. So you joined this, this ladies gym, uh, a few, uh, what, like seven months ago, November will be a year. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, we'll say seven, eight months ago ish, ten, nine. nine, ten months ago. <laughs> wow. Time's flying. I know. But I just love that something changed in you. Like you just, you all of a sudden you felt like you, be, you belonged and you're really enjoying it. And now it's like you're out the door three days a week, super early and just like rocking it, working your tail off. And I'm just praying that, that, I think it's helped with when, when God like stirs something yeah. in you or when that, whatever that thing is stirred in you, I want to see God do that mm -hmm. on the purposes that he's given you that are not that you going to the gym is not purposeful. It is, mm -hmm. but you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not my, it's not my end game to go to the gym. My end game is to be healthy and strong for the, for these types of things and taking care of our kids and our family. And yeah. And you've hit, you've hit a stride, you've hit momentum and it's, yeah. And it's honestly helped me mentally too, to say, Oh look, I can do hard things <laughs> yeah. for longer times than I think. And for, I can do more than I think like it mm. really, and it's been a mental game for me, I think since I was a young person, but thank yeah. you for praying for that. And I think as a wife, you know, praying for your husband's purpose, um, I think can be extremely powerful and to, for him to know that you're praying, um, for that, because I think, at least with my experience with my husband, he wants and desires and needs so tangibly a uh, purpose in his mm -hmm. life. And he, I think you feel closer to God when you are on mission and like living on purpose. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. Just kind of wasting time and distracted. I feel that way. Yes. Here's the caveat and this is a new thing is yeah. that you will never be more secure and more loved by God than you are at this moment. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you're doing or how much you feel like what you're doing is somehow making you, Oh man, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You will never be closer to God than you are right now mm -hmm. because you know what? It's nothing you did that got you there. It's mm -hmm. nothing that you did. will will push you away from there. Right. Neither death nor life, nor right. any principality, uh, you know, angels or demons, anything like that Praise will ever God. separate us from He's the love so of good God. To us. Yeah. So beyond good. Yeah. And so I, I I just want to recap real quickly, and then I want to, I think, give one example okay. of what this could look like um, in one topic. Okay. A little, a little sneak, a sneak preview. I was going to say, sneak preview. Um, but basically, so a, as a recap, we have these five ways to pray intentionally for your spouse. Mm -hmm. uh, the big underlying thing is that prayer is a gift and that uh, it is just a conversation with God. And it's, mm -hmm. a, it's not a way of getting more from God, but getting more of God. Yeah. Right. And as our relationship with God matures, our prayer life will mature. Yeah. Five tangible ways you can pray for your spouse. It starts with their heart, softness of heart, their mind, wisdom, discernment, their health and safety. Pray faith filled, mm -hmm. but Hope trust hopeful and yeah. trusting prayers. Mm -hmm. Uh, pray for their concerns. Uh, try to identify with mm -hmm. them and and uh, empathize, with empathize them. and and really just contend mm -hmm. with your Father in Heaven mm -hmm. on their behalf, trusting that He's a good Father and He listens mm -hmm. to uh, your heart for your spouse. Mm -hmm. Now, finally, their purpose that that they will um, that understand that understand their purpose yeah and, and really step into it. Yes, yeah. right. And so, uh, with that said. Prayer is a conversation with God. It is basically taking his word and responding to it uh, in a way that is faith-filled and just totally covered by the, the person and work of mm -hmm. Christ, right? So um, let's see, I'm, I'm looking through. Uh, so I was praying the other day as I was writing this and, and thinking about how I can pray for you, praying for your thought life. Mm. And so I'm going through, and I started with a scripture. Um, 
We destroy arguments. And again, this is how we respond to God. Where is the scripture found? We re- I'll get there. <laughs> but this is, this is how we respond. Prayer is a response to God's word, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a conversation, we know that God has already started the conversation through his right. word. Right. And so the first, the, this scripture, I'm, I'm thinking about protecting Selena's thought life. So I'm, I'm reading from second Corinthians 10, five, it says we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion, ouch, <laughs> every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive mm. to obey Christ. So here's the prayer I wrote it says, God, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are your ways and thoughts higher than mine. That comes from Isaiah 55, nine. Mm. So we're praying God's words back at him. You have made me, you have made foolish the wisdom of this world. That comes from first Corinthians one I'm more thankful than ever to rest in the hands of a good, wise, and loving God. Remembering your power and sovereignty fills me with peaceful wonder. I'm forever grateful that your foolishness is wiser than my greatest wisdom and your weakness is stronger than my mightiest feet. And that comes from 1 Corinthians one twenty-five. Pray for my wife's thought life. Help her to take every thought captive, quote-unquote, that's from Second Corinthians 10, uh, and make it obedient to Christ as she goes about her day-to-day. Holy Spirit, minister to her. Remind her that she is your daughter, hand-selected by you to be your daughter. I could quote a scripture there, but I haven't. Uh, give her an unshakable confidence in her identity because of Jesus, that she is bought and paid for by the blood, accepted without qualification, delighted in by you, the God of all creation. Mm. Protect her mind from attacks of the enemy. I pray that any discouragement, lies, insecurities, and fears would all fall dead at the foot of the cross and that she would experience supernatural freedom in her thought life like nothing she's ever felt before. God, I thank you for thank you for hearts and minds that are free from slavery because of you. Again, that's another quotable one. Um, and help us both to take stray thoughts, arguments, and lofty opinions captive and make them obedient to you. Give us unity in that and grant us discernment to help one another whenever we can. Thank you for your enduring, sanctifying work in our lives. Continue to conform us to your image. That comes from Romans 8, 29. In Jesus' name, amen. That's good. So that's a snippet of the prayer book from the 40 prayers for your wife, and you wrote that. Yes, yes. And again, it's uh, the idea of the whole premise of it, and what we're talking about here today is taking God's word as a starting point and praying that over each other. Yeah. And having a conversation with God around it. If if that's something that you want to grow in, um, Rest assured, like I said, we've been growing in it. We've wrote right. some these books. Well, and right, you, you can sign you can sign up to get notified. Yeah. Um, just to give you an action point, yeah. go to fortyprayers.com. There will be a little a little email thing. Just put your email in That's there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and just to let you know, we didn't just like, oh, here's a good verse about prayer and go for it, or here's a good verse about like thoughts. There's a lot of context behind each prayer, and you can't. Mm. Just taking a, you know, that's proof texting, <laughs> taking prayers and, right. or taking verses, excuse me, and kind of using them how you want. There's, there's a lot of context behind it. And that's kind of where these prayers have grown from is the mm-hmm. context behind the scripture and seeing how, again, God's word just permeates every aspect mm. of our life, even today, you know, yeah. even as, as it was being written and as it was true you know, hundreds of years ago that it's now, it's still true. It's still solid. It's still alive and yeah. sharpens yep. us. It cuts us. It's everything. So that's so good. So good. Well, we're actually, we're going to um, cut today's episode off at this point. Normally we do some questions, but um, you know what? I want to take we're you out to do lunch. The, oh, you're so sweet. We, we haven't had a good lunch date in a while. So Let's we're going to, we're going to take a little extra time for lunch. Well, plus we're going to do the Q and a this on Thursday. Yes. So. Yes. So if you're still listening to this, uh, we would love for you to join us for the Q&A. Yeah. 
on Thursday this week. That's going to be August 2nd. Live. It'll be live on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, so just find our handle on both of those places and uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, and Or you can send your question in through fiercemarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K. Or you can text or call in 971-333-1120. Mm-hmm. We'll try to get to as many questions as we can. Yeah. What you'll probably find is that your question might be similar to someone else's question. Right, right. We'll also be available to take questions live. Yeah. We'd love doing and that. And they can be questions about marriage. They can be questions about us. They can be questions about engagement or mm-hmm. what is our favorite color. I don't know. Things like that. <laughs> yeah. At this point, we're really comfortable sharing anything from our lives. Yeah. Most anything that's appropriate. Yeah. And, and we're helpful. fine with being self-deprecating for the sake of the gospel. Right. And what I mean by that is we're not perfect. So yeah. if like you're dealing with something that we can help speak to, we will, if you feel comfortable bringing it up. Right. That's right. up to you. With that said, Selena, do you want to pray us out today? Sure. Wow, that's a big privilege. Yeah, right don't now. mess it up. <laughs> oh, God, thank you for the gift of prayer. Mm. Jesus, thank you for making the way for us to boldly enter the throne room, to be in the presence of God, and to be able to ask and petition and pray, offer praise, um, to be able to conversate with the king of kings Mm. and the creator of the universe and the savior of our souls what a privilege it is to be in this holy place and to stand on this holy ground lord Mm. i thank you that you have brought us to you god i pray for every listener and marriage out there that is being affected by fierce marriage that your truths god would be the things that they cling to that your word would be the one that that permeates and that grows and that Um, prunes where it needs to happen. Mm, Lord, help us to pray for each other in a way that is purposeful and that is aligned with your desires, God, for us individually, for us in our marriage, and for us just on mission to bring the gospel to this world. We love you, Lord. Thank you. We cannot spend every breath that we spent saying thank you. If we said it every day for 24 hours a day would not be enough. Mm. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness and for coming to us and making a way for us to come to you, Lord. We love you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Gosh, this is such a rich topic. It is. I feel like we could just keep going. Well, we have many more podcasts to do. I'm sure we can jump on that. I'm sure we will. And we will. As your listener, as you're reading through your, your Bible, you'll find that mm-hmm. you'll find these passages that are just, when you realize that they're God speaking. Now, there's a context for everything we read, mm-hmm. but... Their promises are there mm-hmm. for you as you know an inherit as um, an inheritance mm-hmm. in Christ, and so praying these these over each other uh, is such a rich thing. And I've it's actually made the Bible feel so much more like I, I get through less of it because it's so dense. Right now, anyway, I, like I said, we can go on and on. For now, <laughs> I think this episode is in the can. I uh, just turn that over, turn Hey-o. that around on a dime. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to please uh, subscribe, rate, and review. We would be forever grateful. And uh, we will be back in seven days uh, on Tuesday morning. All right. Stay fierce. Try that again. Stay fierce. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.